Welcome to the Wisdom Community Podcast. I'm Rabbi John Carrier, and I am convinced that the path to a better life lies in seeking wisdom and in seeking community. Are you seeking? Then this is for you, seeker. Greetings, seekers. It is I, Rabbi John Carrier, coming to you on the Wisdom Community Podcast. I am so happy to reconnect with you. I realize it's been a little while. Uh, there's another podcast I listened to that uh, the host had taken a bit of a break, only about three weeks or so. But then she uh, said, when she came back, welcome to season two. So maybe that's what I'll call this, season two. We've done about a dozen or so, maybe 13, maybe 14 episodes. That sounds like a season in TV time. We've been on a bit of a hiatus. I'll tell you, uh, there was high holidays. And before there was high holidays, there was budget meetings going up to high holidays. And so um, I've been otherwise occupied. And yet, and yet, I missed you very much. Uh, I missed the opportunity to speak with you. I missed um, hearing back from you and questions I would get in email, uh, connections people would like to make. And... I've come to a decision that I'd like to redouble my efforts in this podcast. And I made this decision anyway uh, a couple of days ago that I'd really like to stay connected with people who have given me the great privilege of putting me in their earbuds, whether you're jogging or walking the dog or walking the car or jogging your dog or washing your dishes or watching um, stock tickers silently. That doesn't make sense. And yet I'm committed to not editing it out because one thing I'd like to do is do this podcast with much greater frequency. When I first started out, I had a jag of about three or four days in a row. I even got an email from somebody who said, I don't think I want to hear this every day, John. If you, uh, if you make it every day, I feel like I've got to catch up. At the same time, I really like the idea of us connecting or at least having the opportunity to connect on a daily basis. One thing that kind of rail against a little bit personally is this idea that seeking wisdom in community, in religion, seeking spiritual connection is a once a week thing. There was a one time where I started a blog and I said, I'm going to do this blog religiously, meaning uh, only once a week, because that's how a lot of people go after religion is doing religion is something you do in a certain building one day a week. Uh, and the rest of the week is sort of back to our secular consumerist lives, um, our less elevated selves. When my tradition, uh, Judaism, gives us not only the ability but the obligation to connect with God every single day uh, and connect through prayer, through meditation, three times a day even. There's morning prayers, afternoon prayers, and evening prayers. And there is an exhortation to study Torah daily. So even if you're not locked in a meditative state, um, you still need to kind of face the tradition as it were, face the music, face the text, engage with the text on a daily basis. And people uh, sometimes uh, before their morning prayers will look over this passage in a siddur in a prayer book that will have a little bit of Torah and a little bit of Haftarah and a little bit of uh, Mishnah and a little bit of Gemara and a shtickle of halakha and, and things like that so that you're studying from all the different sources in some small way every single day just to get that squared away before you start your day. And so I think there really is something to 
having a daily practice, having a daily habit, especially if it's something that takes you out of the world that may be exhausting you, um, that may be feeding off of you rather than feeding you. And so what I'm going to do is set up an opportunity for us to connect on a daily basis. And I want to do that through having a daily podcast, a daily asterisk. Um, I'm expecting it to be, for the most part, six days a week. Uh, because as it said uh, in Breshit, you know, because God worked for six days and rested for a seventh, so too shall we uh, work for six days and then take a break. That's what it doesn't tell you so much uh, when we're talking about Shabbat, when we're talking about our day of rest. We always say the seventh day is a day of rest. Almost every time you see that in the text where it says the seventh day is a day of rest, it also says six days are work days, right? You have to work for six days to earn that seventh day. And so what I'm going to do here is put out some sort of podcast episode with God's help every single day that is not either Shabbat or another Jewish holiday that uh, precludes creative work. And I, and I hope I can keep this up. Um, and this is something I plan to do anyway. And I will tell you, uh, today uh, is two different days in the calendar. One, it is... Well, first off, it's November 9th in the secular calendar of 2016. It is the day after the election, the national election day in the U.S., where we vote for president, we vote for representatives to federal office, we re- vote for representatives at the state level, local level. Uh, in California, we have a lot of ballot initiatives, ba- ballot, not going to edit that out either, a lot of ballot initiatives with uh, our experiment with direct democracy here. And I'm disappointed. Uh, I'll be frank with you. I'm disappointed. Uh, some great things happened yesterday. I'm disappointed with the outcome of the presidential race. I'm not going to get really into any uh, either candidate uh, and what I'm disappointed. I don't know that anybody was thrilled with our choices. Um, or Many people expressed to me that they weren't thrilled with their choice, but they were going with X. Uh, often because they didn't particularly like their choice, Y or Z, but because they found X so offensive that they couldn't stomach that person taking office. So they voted um, out of spite, really. And I'm sorry that spite has grown so thick on the ground that people felt compelled to vote for a certain person for that reason. Um, it was... Uh, Sinat Haman rather than Habat Mordechai. It was out of the hate of Haman uh, in the Purim story of Esther uh, rather than love for Mordechai. What I will say is the result, and really this was the result regardless of who claimed victory, the result was that our country is pretty evenly split down the middle. When I say our country, I'm speaking of the United States of America. Um, if you're listening from some other place than that, then um, maybe you're not included in that hour, uh, but you may nevertheless be interested in the outcome. The United States of America is a deeply divided country, and the presidential race at least put us at an even split. One candidate won the Electoral College, the other candidate won the popular vote, and uh, we've had a few close ones like that in the last few elections. Uh, They had very different visions for uh, the future in America. And so I guess 
one half approximately of the voting public liked one vision, one half liked the other vision, uh, or disliked one vision so much that they voted for the opposite. And again, uh, I feel like uh, probably more than is healthy or necessary, this was an election that was built uh, on spite for some people. Where that brings me is uh, there are sort of two things that I see that I want to address, uh, hopefully through this podcast. One is uh, a comment that I heard over and over again last night among the pundits who were watching the election results is that we were taken by surprise in many ways. We thought the election would go one way and it went the other. And the correct uh, conclusion, I think, was that we were only surprised because, man, we are not good at listening to each other, right? Like if we had listened to each other, we wouldn't be so surprised if one part of the country wasn't so deaf to the plight of the other part of the country, we would know better um, what was going on, what's important to people. Uh, I live in the bluest of the blue states. I live in California, Southern California even, in the Los Angeles area where, you know, if you look county by county, um, California can be a pretty red place where it's less densely populated. Uh, but in San Francisco and San Diego and Los Angeles, other cities, uh, it goes heavy blue and they're heavy population centers. And so it makes the whole state go blue for 55. And when I say go blue, that means voting Democratic for those not familiar with the uh, color scheme. And the, the coastal cities, for the most part, of the Pacific uh, coast and the north half of the, of the east coast, the Atlantic coast of the United States, uh, went very blue. Um, not like a comedian goes blue, but, you know, uh, they went Democratic, whereas the wide swath in the middle of the country and in uh, all over the South, even up to the uh, southern Atlantic coast, went another way. They went red. And so people seem like – people think this seems like we have a divided America. And it's not even like, you know, we have a few disgruntled people. It's half and half, right? One half of the country sees one vision as the preferable vision – population-wise and electoral college-wise, the other half of the country sees a very different vision as being preferable. And I feel like what we are obligated to do on the day after an election like that is try to figure out, okay, what am I missing, right? I think my way is the only way. I think those other people are crazy, right? If they're not stupid or lying or whatever other pejorative we want to throw on people we disagree with. And, you know, why don't they see things my way? How can they be so blind, is what we say. And this, this cuts on both sides. I'm not being partisan here. I think it's incumbent upon us to say, okay, half the country disagrees with me. Whatever side you're on. And what are they seeing that I'm not seeing? Um, there was a time in, when I was in rabbinical school where I had a really serious disagreement with a classmate of mine. Um, and she, uh, she said, well, you guys are seeing something a certain way and you're being really biased and you're behaving badly because of this bias and you're really leaving me and my friends out. And I really didn't see that that was true. Um, and I was in, I was incensed. I was like, how dare she, you know, call me that? How dare she, uh, accuse me of something that I have no foundational interest in? 
And my rabbi, uh, Rabbi Cheryl Peretz from the Ziegler School, said to me, okay, John, even if you're right, <laughs> you know, even if you're correct, that she's bonkers, she doesn't see things, she's blind, what pain must she have experienced in her life that leads her to look at you, even though she doesn't know you, and say, you are complicit in this pain. How much must she have suffered that she's projecting this suffering, right or wrong, on other people? And like I said, even though I live in Southern California, I grew up in East Texas, um, possibly the reddest of the <laughs> red areas of the country. And all of my extended family lives in East Texas, more or less. Most of them live within live in one town where my uncle was the mayor decades ago, a little town called Springtown, Texas. And we differ wildly, politically, uh, religiously, uh, any measure you can. We, we get together and we have we have great fun and we all care about each other. And, you know, grandma loves all of us. And yet we have very different ideas about the state of the union and the destiny of the union and the proper destiny of the union. And I have to ask myself today, what is their experience that they prefer an outcome that is so drastically different from the outcome that I believe in my heart of hearts should be right? And what does that have to do with this podcast? So, as the pundits across the board, across parties, said last night, what we really need to do a better job of in the United States of America is listen, is listen to each other, is find out um, our stories. Everybody has a story. Everybody has a backstory. You know, Superman comes from Krypton. Uh, Bruce Wayne lost his parents to crime. Um, you know, everybody has... A, a backstory. I have a backstory, and I'll probably share a little bit more about that backstory on this podcast soon. Um, but believe me, it is a story, and it goes back, and it is mine. So I want us to listen to each other's stories. I want us to share our concerns with one another. I'll share some of my concerns with you, and then I want to hear your feedback. John, that's bogus. That's not a real concern. Or, John, I experienced that too. And uh, I'll give you various uh, ways of doing this. If you want to tweet me back, uh, I'm at, at Rabbi Carrier on Twitter. Um, you could hit me on Facebook. Uh, I think it's facebook.com slash Rabbi Carrier. Uh, you can go to YouTube videos that I do and comment there. You can even leave me a virtual voicemail if you go to the Wisdom Community or wisdomcommunitypodcast.com on the internet. And there's a website there. If you scroll down a little bit on the right, there is this little box that has a green button on it. And it says you can leave me a voice message. And so you just hit that button. You speak right into your computer. And it sends me, uh, it sends me a little file that has your voice message in it. And if you like, I'll, I'll play it on this show. Uh, I'd love to hear your voice, and I'd love to share your voice with others. You know, I'll speak metaphorically here. That's kind of what we're all about. So I want to make this Wisdom Community podcast a real community of people sharing their stories, sharing their ideas, sharing their questions, their concerns, their opinions. Um, I, will, I promise you I, I will not give you your opinion, but I will share mine. 
and, uh, and, and I'd like us to start that conversation. And I'd like us to try to do that on a daily basis. You don't have to talk to me every day. Uh, I'm going to try to talk to you every day. And every once in a while, if you want to chime in, if you want to ask a question, I'll answer those questions on the air or, or over the internet, as it were, and, uh, and share what wisdom I have, uh, either from personal experience or from the texts of the Jewish tradition. I can't speak with any expertise to other traditions, uh, but I'll, I'll let you know what I think and, and I'll give your voice to others. Again, you can hit the website, wisdomcommunitypodcast.com. On the right hand side, there's a green button that you can hit and record a voice message, or you can send me an email, rabbi at wisdomcommunitypodcast.com, Twitter, uh, at Rabbi Carrier. Uh, if you want to ask me a question that you want to answer on this podcast, and it could be, what do you think about X? What do you think about Y? What's the uh, Jewish take on this or that? What's the right time to light candles for Shabbat? Um, why does a bris uh, take place eight days instead of nine days after birth? And what is a bris anyway? Uh, hit me up on those formats, and I'll do my best to answer those questions on the air. And that was one thing. There was another thing. What's the other thing I was going to say? I, I want to do this podcast on a daily basis because I am a teacher. Uh, that's all rabbi means. Technically, uh, Rav is a, a master, but in the sense of a schoolmaster, uh, and rabbi is the enclitic ending for possessive. So a rabbi just means my teacher. Uh, I hope I can be that for you. Uh, if you if you ever want to know what to call me, call me John or rabbi. Frankly, I don't care. Uh, but if if I'm you know if you want to call me a rabbi, if I've taught you anything, uh, then you can call me your teacher. Uh, even if I've taught you, uh, man, I just learned I don't ever want to learn with that guy again. So. In any case, this is the Wisdom Community Podcast. I hope you get some wisdom out of it. I do strive to make it a community so that we can share uh, many voices, many stories, many opinions, that we do that uh, as friends, as a community, um, that our arguments such as we have will be for the sake of heaven. Uh, as it says in Pirkei Avot, arguments for the sake of heaven uh, endure arguments for selfish reasons, do not. Uh, a case for arguments for the sake of heaven are those arguments between Hillel and Shammai where two teachers argued about the best way uh, that they could adhere to what God wanted of them. And they were both arguing for that one great cause. That's the example of arguments for the sake of heaven. Machloka b'shem Shammai, as they say. Um, what's an example of an argument that's not for the sake of heaven. And they cited Korach uh, and his associates and the arguments that they raised with Moses. Korach wasn't trying to figure out what God wanted of the entire community. Korach was just saying, well, why does Aaron get to be the top priest? I'm in the same family. Why can't I be the top priest? Uh, he was arguing for himself. He was arguing for his own ego. Um, if ever on this podcast, I seem to be arguing for my own ego, please call me on it, because what I strive to do is argue uh, for the sake of heaven, uh, argue for the sake of our common humanity, our common interests, and our common source, the source of all blessing. So this is more the introduction to season two, I guess. God willing, I will speak with you again tomorrow. 
please, in the interim, feel free to hit me up, rabbi at wisdomcommunitypodcast.com, on Twitter, at Rabbi Carrier, uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Rabbi Carrier. You can send me private messages through that or post on my wall, uh, however you see fit. And I really look forward to this daily conversation. Um, I'm a teacher in a world that I think is missing some teaching, uh, maybe missing my side of the story, um, or maybe missing teachers who understand your side of the story. So I learn, you know, whenever I teach, I, I, I learn more than I teach. So uh, please hit me up with your questions, your comments, etc. If you like this podcast, if you like what we've done together so far, please go to uh, iTunes or Stitcher Radio or SoundCloud or whatever platform you're listening to it on. Give it a rating. Leave comments. They don't even have to be nice comments. Just leave comments so that I know that you're out there. Let me know what's working for you and what's not. Let me know what questions you have. And, uh, and, and God willing, we'll continue this conversation tomorrow. Um, it's very important to me that we do. Until then, Seeker, I really appreciate your listening to this podcast. I appreciate your searching. I appreciate your journey. I am on this journey too. Uh, I need to tell you that I do not regard myself as what they call a sage on the stage in that I've figured this all out and I'm speaking down to you uh, from the mountain. Uh, I see myself more as the guide on the side. <laughs> like on this particular mountain, I am a Sherpa. Uh, you know, not the guru at the top. I've, I've been on this track uh, for a little while. I can share with you what I have learned, and I hope we can continue to learn together uh, as we pursue wisdom and pursue community. Seeker, thank you for joining me today for this Wisdom Community Podcast. I invite you to join our community by visiting wisdomcommunitypodcast.com where you can sign up for our email list to receive updates on future programs and opportunities to seek wisdom and seek community together. If you have a particular question for me, please feel free to email me at the following address rabbi at wisdomcommunitypodcast.com Until we speak again, I bless you with strength on your journey in seeking wisdom and seeking community. Be well.